0: Injured myself. How did you injure yourself? Uh, uh, Truthfully, I think this is a sex injury. Really? Yes.
1: (laughs) Have you ever had a sex injury? Yes. I have a scar from it, actually. You have a
0: scar? (laughs) You have a scar?
1: Yes. I tried. Wow. Someone tried to lift me up and they dropped me. Like in
0: Dirty Dancing.
1: (laughs) No. No. (laughs) And we both fell back on um, a suitcase and the zipper ripped my that's fucking
0: terrifying yes (laughs) oh my god sarah no i think i just i think i just had my i had my head in a strange position contortion (laughs) and i think i pulled something which is nothing as dramatic as as what you're describing
1: yeah damn well it didn't hurt that much in the moment but then i bet the the next day i was like oh there's all this blood and like but oh my it was, god! It was it was dried. It was dried, but it was just like this giant red gash.
0: Oh my god, that's intense.
1: This is wow. like TMI. I'm so sorry, listeners. No, I I mean,
0: if if we can't talk about that sort of thing on this podcast, where can we talk about it? Where can we? Exactly? Where can we? Indeed. Ah, uh, welcome to the Adam and Andy podcast. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And we're recovering from our sex injuries, and while we do that. We're going to talk about the films, television, appearances, uh, the whole shebang of two of our favorite actors, um, Adam Driver and Andy Samberg. So so welcome, uh, welcome. if you're here for that. Um, today we're going to be continuing, I, I'm calling it our rewatch because we've both watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine before. So our, our, what are we calling this? A rewatch? A contemplation? A worship? A worship. A, a worshiping of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We're back yeah. with the next four episodes that we'll Five be talking. Eight. Five through eight. Um, and that's so that's that's what we're doing today. Um, we haven't talked at all about this before, so we I have no idea what's going to happen today. Uh, I do know that both of us are struggling with going only four episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I got like- to episode nine, and I was like, "Let's keep going." You can't do it. I, you can't. You can't. So because if tough. you
1: do, it's like it's not like you can block that out of your mind. Like you, it'll be good for next time, but then you'll include it in like the discussion today, like somehow.
0: So yeah, it's it's, it's hard enough to separate myself from what I know of the show in the future, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. I feel like it's okay to talk about like how I'm excited. I think especially in these episodes to talk about how. We can see some of the characters developing and their relationships and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very tough to... S- it's This is a very bingeable show. It's really tough to watch four episodes only very at a bingeable. time. Uh, so uh, you want to get into some Adam and Andy news before yeah. we get started? Uh, so uh, we j- listeners, uh, full disclosure, we are we just recorded an episode last week. Uh, Sarah's going on vacation. I'm so excited for you. Uh, you deserve it. Thank you. Uh I'm actually and so not
1: going I'm going somewhere else, but I'm still gonna work. So it's a working vacation.
0: It's a workation. Workation. It's but, a different place. But we decided to at least uh free you of the responsibility of recording this fucking bullshit. Uh oh. so I'm just getting <laughs> so we're recording a week earlier than we usually do, and so we just went over some news and so there's a whole not a whole lot of new. There is some very exciting developments. don't get me wrong. Uh, but I don't have like uh I don't have like a an entire uh newspaper basket full of news. I've just got a few little bites if that's okay, okay. Yeah. So uh I'm gonna start with Adam, not a whole lot of new stuff here uh, he, I, I'm sure white noise will be starting up soon. Uh, production for white noise starts in june i don't know if you were still planning on reading the book white noise sure i can read read the book that's that's on my i would love to know more about it um if you feel like you want to take on some homework um anyway it hasn't started yet so uh so we don't have any 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 more information about that Of course, Ryan Johnson, who is, uh, you know, who directed Knives, wrote directed Knives Out, The Last Jedi, among many other films that I love. Uh, That director is one of my favorite directors. Um, He. This is not really Adam News. This is Adam Adjacent, I guess. Uh, He, of course, got this big deal through Netflix, where they're giving him billions of dollars to make two more Knives Out movies. You know that, right? No. Knives Out two and three. really yes so uh, many uh adam fans on the internet were hoping that there might be an announcement that uh adam would be in the cast they've been announcing cast members for knives out too Oh, but what about chris evans Chris evans i mean was good. i think his story was pretty much wrapped up in the first movie i don't so
1: good he was know, great but he's
0: probably in jail don't you think yeah um, I don't think they're going to continue with that story. The only actor that's coming back from Knives Out, the first Knives Out, is Daniel Craig.
1: Oh, so it's a whole different mystery. Whole
0: funny. different mystery. So I think it's like an Agatha Christie kind of situation. um, Or, uh, you know, Inspector Clouseau. Or, I don't know. Uh, I don't watch a lot of mysteries. But uh, there were some people that were announced, like uh, Janelle Monae and... <laughs> uh gosh uh i am blanking on some of the other announcements uh i'm sure it'll come to me but there was a lot of people a lot of very exciting oh uh katherine hahn um so a lot of very exciting actors who've been cast in the second movie uh but no adam driver yet now knives out i think too is filming in greece at the same time they're filming white noise so there's a good chance that you know Not there may not be a part for him in this movie, but also he's going to be shooting white noise. So it seems like it might not. Maybe he'll. Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll get a cameo. I don't know. Maybe he'll be in Knives Out three. There's going to be three of them. So let's not lose hope for another Ryan. A villain. I'd like to see him not be the villain for once. Well, not for once. He's not always the villain, but I I think it would be exciting for him to since. Well, Ryan did had do a really great job. We haven't talked about the last jedi on this show yet but we will come christmas time that's when we've decided in december is when we're going to talk about uh, the last jedi um he did a great job of working with that whole like villain getting a little i mean is uh, this surface villain but getting deeper into the soul underneath and the tortured soul underneath of That character. So, uh, not that he couldn't handle that definitely, I think, as a director, but it would be kind of cool to see them approach different. Anyway, I'm just speculating, as is the rest of the internet. There's no information that suggests that Adam Driver will be working with Ryan Johnson on the next Knives Out movie or the third one, even. But we do know that they both like each other and want to work with each other again. So, I don't know. Uh, We can only hope. I don't know. Would you like to see another Ryan Johnson Adam Driver collaboration? Sure, i I have an aversion to sequels and stuff. Oh, usually is this a, a clinical um, disorder, or
1: have you been disorder. prescribed it's a con- something it's for a this condition? <laughs> yes, it's. Um, is this like
0: nipple it's, blindness, or
1: yes? It's, okay, I need to get the stick out of my ass, babe. Basically, I'm no, um, no. It's just uh, I don't know because I feel like in a lot of cases sequels are not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that There are some trilogies that I love Like the Indiana Jones
0: and like Star Wars And yep. um, Yeah but I don't I th- know I think it works best uh, Well in a continuing story like Star Wars Or you know in Indiana Jones or whatever uh, But I also think it works Very well in a anthology Movie where there's a whole new Story And we're not beholden to, which I feel like this is. Uh, It feels like the only returning character is the detective. And so it feels like we're going to get something new and fresh. Daniel Craig, he, I remember the accent was just. The accent is outrageous, but in a way that I really, really liked. Do you remember Daniel Craig in Logan? Uh, Logan Lucky. Do you remember the yeah. Daniel Craig we got in Logan Lucky?
1: Yeah, it was a really bad accent there. As well, well, he was I this think.
0: crazy southern, you know, yeah, the, with the bleach blonde hair. Yes. He had a sort of foghorn Leghorn ha- accent in the Knives Out movie, but I feel mm-hmm. like I was fine with it because the movie had that tone of like murder mystery, almost like clue, you know, where it was okay to be a little bit over the top in that way.
1: I mean, it wasn't like extremely off- offensive. It was a little off- off- offensive. Have you watched
0: it more than once? Knives out. I know we're diverting yes. listeners, so but I, I, it- I assume if you like, I'm, I can, I shouldn't make assumptions, but I'm going to assume for a second that if you are a fan of Adam driver's work, that you probably also like Ryan Johnson probably, and won't mind the little detour that we're taking, because I think a lot of people that are fans of Adam are also fans of his work uh, on the last Jedi with ryan johnson anyway please continue i didn't mean to interrupt you i just wanted to apologize for the little detour that we're taking at the moment
1: oh it's fine um yeah, i mean of course you don't need to apologize to me but um but our listeners yes so <laughs> <laughs> but um so i saw it in
0: theaters and then i saw Knives it out. at home yeah okay
1: and so I've, I've i've seen it twice once in theaters and one at home
0: so i saw it at home Both times, but kind of spread out. But I felt like I really like I enjoyed it the first time, but I really enjoyed it the second time. It was like I really enjoyed picking up on all the little things Mm -hmm. the second time around. Uh, That was really nice. I I liked that a lot.
1: I sometimes I like that, but I find in usually mysteries Mm -hmm. that I enjoy it the first time around because I don't know what's what's going on, what Mm -hmm. will happen. And then if I know what's happening, it's not as fun. I what like mean? to
0: appreciate the breadcrumbs. You know what yeah. I mean? I like to appreciate that. I like to watching Palm
1: Springs again and seeing mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the the details. Yeah. But that's not really a, a mystery.
0: Right. Um, Have Looper, not Looper, I'm sorry. I do love Looper, but yes. Brick. Have you ever seen Brick? No. Oh, my never. God. Brick is what made me fall in love with Ryan Johnson. Uh, it's one of his earlier movies. We should watch that. Let's watch that next time you and I hang out. Okay. I adore Brick. I love that movie. I saw it when I was living in Chicago uh, when I was in film school and I went and I went to the theater like I, I went and saw it like three or four times at the theater. That's how much I so loved like it. Oh, five, oh, six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really, really, really adored that movie. Um, OK, so I that's all I've got for. I, oh, no, 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 no. So that was that. Did I say I didn't even give you my news yet, did I? Did I just I just babbled for a little while, didn't I? Did we have any new? Was there any news in that news? Okay. Um, Here was the news item I had about Adam. And that is that uh, House of Gucci will be released. I'm confirming that House of Gucci will be released on Amazon Prime. Oh. I mean, it's going to be released in theaters as well. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. it will end up on Amazon Prime.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, It's release date, which I can't remember if we said or not on this show. The uh, release date for House of Gucci is November 26th. Uh, so I feel like you and I should maybe go to in a theaters theater or on or in a, a, uh, in a theater. A yeah, yeah, on theater. The, in theater. So I feel like you and I should go to a theater. Maybe like during the week, on uh, the daytime when nobody's going to be there. Would you consider going to a theater with me? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I
1: said, hmm, mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, excellent. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh are you putting that in your calendar right now November 26 is a Friday I'm just gonna yeah. put it
0: like reminder like just a reminder yeah I mean I'm sure Twitter won't let us forget no there's no way Twitter will let us forget that that is when uh House of Gucci is coming out uh but that's so that we can look forward to that we can look forward to uh Annette in August huh? okay and House of Gucci in uh november uh, november i can't remember when the last duel is coming out it's i've got it written down somewhere maybe you can help us out uh listeners tweeted us at adam andy pod when is the last duel coming out that is the other ridley scott movie that he did before well he had started it before the pandemic uh and uh i i i do have one more piece of news for adam 65 is coming out in may 2022 okay so the sci-fi movie 65 yeah. is coming out in May 2022 which wow. seems really a long time. far away. Okay, far away. I I don't know why, I know. but I guess they're like maybe they're like we cannot if we unleash this much adam driver on the world. I think it must be FX. Oh, you're right. V- VFX for sure. Why oh, didn't even why didn't I think of that? I thought it was, you know, I was just thinking that 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 it that they they knew it would be too powerful. There is no entity that
1: controls the, the, flow of of adam, the flow of adam driver the flow of adam driver into the world yes there is no
0: maybe there should power. be should there be i don't <laughs> no, think no. i think the world <laughs> is not ready for this much adam driver or are we do we demand it maybe we're not only ready but we we deserve it we demand it we deserve it yes <laughs>
1: it's
0: true all right Uh, that's all I got for the Adam news Uh, that turned into be a lot more information than I expected Um, Andy there is a release date for the premiere of uh, Brooklyn nine nine season eight it is August 12th of this year yes August 12th (laughs) Uh, they are almost done shooting and in fact Sarah I'm gonna send you a link right now. Remember when the Annette trailer came out? Yes, and we um, we watched it together on mm-hmm. the on air. Yeah. Okay. Well, right there in the chat is a link to Brooklyn Nine Nine, the teaser for Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, season eight. And I was thinking that we could watch the trailer for Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight together right now.
1: Ah, sorry. Sorry. It won't stop. Okay. won't stop what? Okay. No, I, I, uh, I started, start, started playing it and then like, I okay, roll it back
0: all the stop. way to the beginning and then we'll do it okay. at the same time. You ready? Are you ready?
1: Yes. And okay. And, and wait, 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 wait. It, I got, I got a pop-up. Okay.
0: Ready? Is the, is the ad it got through the ad. Okay. And Go. A lot has happened in eight years. so we got a little behind the scenes. That's your drum roll. Any reasonable person would default to Lento. Well, it's terrible, and you ruined a fun thing. Oh my god, I love them. (laughs) That's quite a lot. Brooklyn and I changed my life. It's Um, been an incredible ride. We have so much fun. So I might cry. (laughs) Oh, these are a bunch of clips from the show. Okay. Yeah.
1: Masterminded the entire plan.
0: You did one small thing, and I had to explain it to you like 45 times. Sorry about oh, we watched that episode just now. I'm horrible at this. I know.
1: Title of my sex
0: tape. Well done. Aw. Uh, no okay. What else? The cool, 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 cool <laughs> supercut. I want it to be my ringtone.
1: <laughs> Final season
0: bang, though. There, there oh we go. Blaze of glory. Blaze of glory. Night, nine, nine. Nine, nine. Nine. So there we go. 9-9, nine, nine, ladies and gentlemen, August 12th. Uh, I'm going to close this so that it doesn't start playing something else. Uh, so there you go. Any resp- Any f- feelings, responses? Feelings, Yeah. Feelings, I'm responses. sad that it'll
1: be the last season. Yeah, me too. Um, but I guess they've already told every story they can tell. I mean, they have a lot of episodes. I mean, they could per- go on forever.
0: Come on. For a season. They could go on forever. Couldn't yeah, they?
1: I, you know, I mean, it is true. Like, there are some shows that, like go on so long that, like, even if I love the show, like, I love super na- 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 mm-hmm. na- na- natural, but by the time I got into, like, the 12th season, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. She's like, I'm sick of looking I at your it. face. And, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um. Even though they're very cute and they're yeah. very, like, char- charming and it's, like, mm-hmm. a fun, like, mm-hmm. exciting show, it was, like, this story
0: has run its I course go? like yeah. but i feel like that's what happens with a show with like lore i don't think there's a lot of brooklyn 99 lore if you know what i mean so i do feel like with a comedy like this it could go on forever but yeah I, you know eventually like, at a certain point it's a, like they, maybe the actors want to move on or the writers want to yeah. move on or
1: you yeah, know whatever for sure and they deserve to
0: i mean the simpsons how many seasons of the simpsons had
1: 30 something 32 so maybe
0: 33
1: 34 i don't know could you watch as
0: old as me could you watch 34 seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine?
1: I could. Actually, when I started to watch Br- Br- Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I only made it through the first, like, four seasons, I think, before I got sick of it and mm. stopped it. Because you were binging, um, though. Yes. If it was spread yes. out. Yeah.
0: Listeners tweeted us at Adam Andy Pied, could you watch 34 seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? My Andy fans out and there, I want to hear from watch them grow old. You. Watch them grow old. Oh, God, there'd have to be, like, a a very special episode when hitchcock and sully die and then i would cry i can't no i can't do it i can't do it i can't (laughs) do it i love them i love those gross old bastards i can't help myself uh i think this is an excellent set that's all i've got for andy by the way uh i think this is a good time to segue into this week's topic which is a brooklyn 99 episodes five through eight you ready? Should.
1: I walked through nine. Just kidding. I didn't. No, how dare you? Eight. Just how through eight. dare you? Um, I
0: wanted to. I was tempted. So I think let's just go a, a episode by episode just talking about a couple of things. Um, Is that okay? Because I yeah. I didn't write. I wrote a little bit down about each I wrote episode. bullet points. Yeah. Bullet points. Great. Why don't we start with uh, uh, any bullet points you might have for the first episode? The Vulture. The vulture. The vulture.
1: Yes. So hey. the vulture is Detective Pembroke, mm-hmm. who is played by the guy who played Liz Lemon's awful boy, 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 boyfriend on, on 30 Rock. I also he think of him as the awful... guy
0: in the insurance commercials. Yes. The mayhem guy. He always yeah. plays like this, like,
1: <sighs> kind of like,
0: Really like, oh, good. I hate this guy. Although, yeah. it, it, to be fair, I think the 9-9 was in the wrong in this case. Mm-hmm ultimately yeah so this is our first appearance of the vulture who is a character that reoccurs throughout the show yes um well tell us a little bit about the vulture well they explained it I I love how
1: like they, there's like some e- exposition at the beginning of every episode so you know what the con- conflict is but then like some other character makes a joke about how its exposition yeah um that happened in 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 this episode where they were like so basically this vulture swoops in and takes over cases that are almost solved. So he gets the correct wreck
0: Well, yes, which not to defend the vulture, cause he is just dis- a disgusting person, but that's mm-hmm. like their point of view about it. Um, mm-hmm. He, it seems like he's, I mean, there were scenes of him like literally busting in on their cases when they were in the middle of like breaking, you know, like arresting someone, but but in this case, Jake was be like, I feel like this first season and I'd completely forgotten about this. I feel like this first season we're really seeing a lot of like Jake and how his like he's his selfishness at times get in the gets in the way of him doing his job. Mm-hmm. Um, And in this case, he has a murder that he needs to solve, but he won't let anyone else help him with it. And so because he takes too long to solve it, uh, they bring in the vulture to to finish the job. Mm -hmm. We don't see the vulture ever do any actual detecting, though. Mm -mm. So Um, I also wanted to point out that. um, Oh, by the way, Jake still wearing a tie in this episode. So he did. Mm -hmm. And I noticed he's wearing a tie throughout these la- other these episodes yeah. Very subtle they never bring it up but he's wearing The tie yeah. Um. Uh, remember we talked about the eight characters of Comedy last time mm-hmm. yeah. and We couldn't pick a womanizer mm-hmm. In the group I feel yeah. like The vulture is one of those characters Yes because he's like hitting on Everyone like hitting on everyone like Slapping mm-hmm. Jake on the butt like mm-hmm. He um, I think that That he's our Womanizer character yeah of the those characters um what anything do you have any other notes on uh the vulture or what goes on in this episode so they're basically they're trying to solve this murder
1: yeah so i really enjoyed the scene where they put um uh what's his name mm, the small guy with the, the narrow Boyles. shoulders, boil
0: boil um, oh the narrow shoulders the they put him shoot down the, the
1: trash chute <laughs> <laughs> right gets the course through yeah
0: right so they go out drinking at the bar and then they decide they're all going to work together on some in this case but they're kind of drunk so mm-hmm. they go to the apartment um i want to say in? huh they, they i mean i probably yeah. i mean they don't yeah. really see how they how they got in but um yeah. i i think this is since we're talking about well, for number one, there were two things that I wrote down about this episode in particular. I feel like at this point in episode five, we really see the character banter really hit its stride. And I don't know if it's like the writers who are writing on the show at this point or what. But like by the fifth episode, it feels like they got a sense of who these guys are and yeah. what their relationships to each other are. And so the jokes, I think, really start i have really started to get really good jokes. by by episode yep. five. Uh, also, I wanted to talk a little bit about J- uh, Jake and Charles's friendship. Uh, yeah. So, any did you have any thoughts about that? Um, um,
1: I don't really. I didn't really take note of it. Mm. Um, what What
0: did you see? Well, so Jake will only um, let Charles help him with this case at first, and it because. But I guess what I wanted to say is like their dynamic at this point still seems to be a lot of like Jake kind of dominating Charles and Charles like being okay with it. Um, And I do enjoy the episodes where we see Charles like push back on that a little bit, but also his like unwavering devotion to Jake is really sweet and I kind of love it. You know, it's really cute. Yeah.
1: Like, is this the episode where there's a cut of, there's like a, a montage of, um, uh, Boyle telling Jake you're awesome or you're here the, the best. best I wrote yeah. <laughs> that down on
0: my list of favorite cutaways yeah. uh, that I don't think that's this episode I didn't write which oh, one it okay. is but but there is yeah there's a montage I think maybe it's fine we don't have to stay in like we can talk about other we don't have to stick to episode five Um. Uh, but uh, yeah there is a montage at, in seven or six or seven I think where they cut away to I, I think it's um Jake says something like you're always telling me how awesome I am everyone's always telling me how awesome I am yeah and then, and then, then they, they cut like, to uh, and it's just um, Charles <laughs> saying like, it oh, over, and guess, over and over and over again it's
1: just who says that uh yeah there's also so the B story in episode mm-hmm. five is Terry's
0: gun incidents Yes. Yeah, so Terry uh Holt and I love when Holt I don't think Terry and Gina get paired together enough. Mm-hmm. I really liked the way that Gina and Terry mixed the way she was. So they, uh, Holt kind of tricks Terry into going to a shooting range mm-hmm. because they're trying to get him certified so he can carry a gun again. Yeah. Um, but Gina because is acting he, crazy. he had
1: these, these issues where he would just mm-hmm. walk into a place and start to shoot and there was a mannequin incident. There was a pinata. Yeah. yeah a lot of incident
0: i love it when jake is like i'm gonna go get some candy <laughs> like he just yeah. um yeah so do you yeah, think i don't have a lot more should, to say about this episode do you think that he should have a gun after no i think maybe things? he needs a couple terry needs a couple of trips to the a uh, psychologist maybe he yeah. maybe has some issues he needs to work through seems like he's a bit dangerous with a firearm at the moment yeah but he's a good shot he's a good shot i love the part where he Terry's like i can't shoot the target it looks like a guy that i know and holt is like you have a friend who looks like a silhouette <laughs> there are just some like really they're really the writing yeah. is getting
1: really good at yes. this point um, um and then g you g- know we we find out in a, a, late, a, a later scene that he did end up shoo, 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 shooting the target eight, nine, ten times because mm-hmm. Gina's trying to seduce him.
0: It wasn't that she was trying to seduce him. I, I mean, or uh, you, maybe that, that was your interpretation. I did not interpret that. I interpreted it as Gina saying that they were going to be best friends and she was going to, like, be, like, involving him in all her gossip and all the stuff that Gina does. Mm. I didn't read it as her... I mean, I honestly, that... That is not how I read it. I just For read some her. Reason,
1: I remember a sexual tone to it. Like, and she like touched him or something. I don't know. I forget.
0: I, I I read it as she wanted, she was insinuating that they would be besties forever. And he was just like, I can't mm. hang out with Gina and only Gina 24-7, yeah. I yeah. think, was, I was th- it. I
1: don't think I could e-, e either.
0: I feel like, I feel like I could hang out with Gina. <laughs> I, I could feel like.
1: with Chelsea Peretti.
0: I feel like Gina. Gina and I, I feel like I've probably had Gina's in my life already. Um, yeah, I feel like, uh, I don't know if Gina would like me, but I would enjoy hanging out with Gina, I think.
1: Who would She you, seems you, fun. Gina, like, I've never
0: seen her like anyone. She's, she likes Holt and Jake. She likes Um Jake. Well, yeah, I mean, they sit around and there was a, I don't remember which episode it was in, but... Her and Jake sit around and chit chat. Oh, it was the Halloween heist episode Mm. where they're sitting and talking about like some like people that they used to know and stuff. They're just like they're very they seem very comfortable with each other. They have a very I think that their relationship in real life where they went to school together and they have this whole history uh, in real life. Mm -hmm. I think they kind of carry it into the show. That's what it feels like to me. It's a very like brother sister relationship. Also, not to get too far ahead, but I'm thinking of like later in later seasons where I remember like they go to like a high school reunion or something together and they're dressed in those track suits. Anyway, I I always felt like Gina and Jake got along. Uh, Gina and Amy, she's her and Amy don't seem to get along too well. I think Rosa and Gina seem to get along okay. Uh, But I think Holt and Jake are the people that Gina gets along with the best. It seems Mm -hmm. to me. Um, I don't know. Uh... I will say that I did very much enjoy Jake making a mold of his butt at the end mm-hmm. of the episode. And I was wondering, maybe is that does that mold exist? Is that a thing that people can buy on eBay? I'm just asking for a friend.
1: Have they made co- copies of the mold? <laughs> just like in, infinite co- copies. Infinite so. somewhere
0: in a uh, somewhere in a storage locker. There's just rows and rows and rows of Andy's butt, Andy molds. Um, anything else to say about the Vulture? It was fun to see the whole team together. I'll say that yeah. I like episodes when you when the whole team is together. Uh, I I I I don't know if they call those bo- bottle episodes is when they're all stuck in the same place, but yeah. I like an episode where everybody is together. Whatever happened, man. I always mix up Scully and Hitchcock, but I think it was Scully who like ran off to go get something for them and then we never saw him again. <laughs> just, do you remember that part? No. They sent him to go get a hairdryer mm-hmm. because they were gonna cover the vulture's motorcycle in plastic and then blow it with a hairdryer. Mm. I thought that was scene was funny too, where Jake's like, Okay, Amy, give me your hairdryer and she's like, Have you ever met a human woman before? <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. Anything else to say about this episode? Episode five. I don't think so. All right. Episode six is our Halloween. first Halloween. The high episodes are the best. I love this episode. I just love Halloween in general. I'm like, I'm like boils. I fucking love Halloween.
1: I mean, the Halloween episodes of Brooklyn 99 9 are the best episodes of the show and they're also the best halloween episodes of any show out there Fight
0: i i agree i think that the that, that uh the halloween episodes are top notch part, partially because we have the backdrop of halloween but we've got the heist which I is what's fun so much and exciting this is so one this of my is... favorite episodes like, okay please you time. start going i'm gonna let you take the wheel no i mean it's no just you take the, the wheel
1: there, so there's this cha- challenge that Jake sets and proposes to Holt, whereas he's going to steal the most prized possession in Holt's office, and so he has to ask, like, "What is your most prized possession?" And it's like the the medal of valor. I know, and he's like, um, "You,
0: you are. So, why are you such a good person?
1: <laughs> why are you so brave?" <laughs> um, and so the agree- g- agreement or the bet is that if, um, Jake can successfully steal the me- the me- the medal of valor that Holt has to pu- pu- publicly announced that he is an amazing detective slash genius
0: slash genius yeah <laughs> and he has to do all of this paperwork on yes. Halloween yes and they're having a lot of weirdos uh they've got a man dressed as a nun who was mugged by a man dressed as a baby mm. and so you get that you- oh you didn't like that you're making a face you didn't like the babies
1: uh it's it's i don't like when adults dress like babies i don't know
0: fair it's incongruous yeah you don't like an adult man in a diaper is what you're saying no it's no not- offense to
1: those who do but I no don't offense to those who clear.
0: enjoyed wearing uh a co- baby costume if that's yeah. your thing we're not we're not here to shame you yeah but yeah. it does it's it is incongruous i can understand why that might be upsetting um yeah so uh, he's got this medal of valor he's valor he's locked it in a safe in a cabinet that's locked yes and now jake has to to get it now what i can't remember what was the conditions if jake loses i can't remember what Happens if he loses? I don't remember. I don't remember. But it was. I think it was. I just loved
1: the amazing detective slash genius. Like that was Mm -hmm. like funny Mm -hmm. to me. So I didn't pay as much attention to if he loses. You
0: know, I'm not sure if the stakes were that important as to the details. I think it was more that I think the what was really at stake was that Jake wanted to prove to Holt that he could do it because Mm -hmm. he wants. He's still trying to earn Holt's respect. I think. Yes. So I think that was really the thing that was. Truly at stake and whatever the details were was was not as important. Um also I don't know if you noticed this, but when Holt puts the Medal of Valor in the safe. The sandwich. H- yes. I saw the sandwich too. I was like, of course, of course Holt keeps his sandwich in a
1: safe with well, a lock. They, they did that shot just so we could see the same sandwich. <laughs> like like they didn't need they didn't need need us to see the the, Him put, the medal think- going into the safe. It was for this the, sa- the the sandwich. That was a good joke.
0: That was a good joke. Of course he keeps his sandwich in the safe. Of course he does. (laughs) Um, So I did not remember how this episode turned out at all. Were Mm -hmm. you fooled by Jake being bad at heisting? Like he was, he goes through a series of mishaps where he like falls through the ceiling and he dresses up like a janitor and gets caught Mm -hmm. really quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, I can't remember what the other thing. Oh, he tries to put pigeons through the air duct and he does all i know those poor pigeons although pigeons honestly they're they're just feathered rats yes you know um so did you buy into the idea that jake was just really bad at heisting or did you think he was up to something
1: well i'd seen this episode in the past like two years Mm. i think so i think i remembered enough to be like this is a this is all like a gag a, a gag this is a plot like well he did say at the end that he admitted that falling th- through the ceiling
0: was not in the plan right so that was the first thing that he did and that was a mistake but everything after that um so again much like Logan Lucky um or Knives Out uh you get the whole episode where things are happening and we're trying to see Jake um do various things to try to get into the safe uh my favorite of all had to be. So we have the guy. They've already set up that this guy has been mugged by a, a mandra, a man dressed as a baby. Right? We even see a whole lineup of people of men dressed as babies. Mm-hmm. And Jake later gets a bunch of men dressed as babies to distract Holt with a bunch of fake keys, so they can try mm-hmm. to steal his keys. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part of the heist: was the all the baby <laughs> men throwing keys around. That was like my favorite part, Um, but so we see all this, and then at the end, what? uh, Once Jake has been like, they catch him, and I'm putting this in quotes, trying to scale the building with a blowtorch, and then he gets arrested and put in the holding room, and that's when he explains to what were you thinking? Yeah,
1: scaling a building with a blowtorch.
0: Yeah, not sure what he was planning to do with the blowtorch. Tell you, my dastardly scheme and this is uh, when he tells the whole thing and so what he actually did which i think this is interesting that this episode comes right after the episode about the vulture because the episode about the vulture and this is when we're really getting to start to see like character development right yeah. uh and we're, we've set up everybody and now we're kind of watching things start to develop so in the in episode five jake has trouble asking other people to help right yeah. And then in episode six, in the Halloween heist, he doesn't, isn't successful without the help of everyone else. So he he immediately, yeah, almost immediately after failing the first time by falling through the ceiling, he invites, he asks other people to help. uh, And that's how he's able to be successful. So he has Rosa pick the lock. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, He tells them that if, uh, if they successfully achieve the goal that um, Holt will have to do. Well, okay, so he will do their paperwork, but then mm-hmm. if they win, then Holt has to do his paperwork. So he'll, Holt will have to do everyone's paper.
0: Right, because it's not paperwork. important to Jake to get rid of the paperwork. It's impo- important to prove to Holt that he can mm-hmm. take the save, or, yeah. or he can take the medal. He can win. So, um, but yeah, everyone gets involved. Even Amy, even Amy mm-hmm. Santiago gets involved. Yeah, She's surprising. like being lowered in to Holt's office. Him. Yeah uh I'm sorry, I'm sorry he trusts her yes he oh yeah. well i think i think he trusts amy santiago always yeah no um, he says
1: i trust you or something like that when she starts ta- telling him something he's like well you're the only one i trust or like i believe what you say or i forget what the what he said but it was the, mm. that was the. Gist, oh, i don't remember that. that well it wasn't that's those specific words but it was just like i wouldn't doubt that this would be true or oh some just interesting telling him saw saw something Mm -hmm. and he's like well if you was it about the
0: corkscrew maybe Uh, maybe i wonder from the last episode yeah i I don't know that's interesting um yeah so uh so he uses the whole team to succeed and triumph in this halloween heist Boyle is stand, standing outside the door when Holt
1: opens it, Hold, Hold, holding the 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 metal, and Holt mm-hmm. is genuinely surprised.
0: Yeah, so yeah, he's very he's surprised. He totally bought into this whole Jake failing at the heist thing. Um,
1: and yeah. I I like can't believe that he willingly like said Jake is a um amazing detective slash genius, and then he went to do all the pay pay. pay. Paperwork, like he could easily have pulled the boss card and been like, "This is no, I'm not going to follow through with this. This, I'm your boss. Like you do yeah. your pay, pay, pay paperwork. Like I'm not saying that this is all a, uh, you know." Well,
0: Holt is a man of his word. It's true. Holt is a guy you can depend on. He's not going to go back on his word.
1: Yeah. Um. Anything Although else? He was s- roped into it. He 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 didn't like fully agree. I mean, he did agree he to did. it, but he was like, he was like, eh. No, dumb. I
0: think that was I think he was very into it. I think that really that was just his that is as much enthusiasm as you're yeah. going to get from Raymond Holt.
1: I want to meet the actor like and see how he is like, well, you could watch his we could watch interviews with him.
0: Yeah, because his yeah. character
1: is so subdued deadpan. and yeah, so yeah.
0: deadpan. I'm just curious what the actor is like in re- re- real life. Well, let's look up some interviews. Mm-hmm. Get a little sense of his personality. Um. Anything else to say about Halloween heist? So, this is the first episode that they
1: start the running joke of Santiago's sex tape names. You're right. Santiago's sex tape. Uh, which da- I l- looked up an article and there was a list of all of the sex tape name jokes throughout the entire nice. series, which they mentioned so, in the teaser that we just yeah. watched. So, the ones used in this episode were kind, sober, and fully dressed. <laughs> I'm sorry about tonight.
0: It's not your fault. I was terrible. <laughs> and there's one that he almost says, but then she tells him she cuts him off before he yeah, can I do it. I forget what, what that one was. Yeah. Ugh, That's so good. I
1: love it. Yeah. We can just come back to that. I guess when we see that joke pop. pop, pop
0: yes. Pop can you keep a running list for us? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, All right, let's move on to the next episode. So the next episode is Jake has, okay, there were a lot of things about this episode that bothered me, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is the episode where Jake arrests someone who supposedly robbed a jewelry store but has no evidence and then spends the whole episode, everyone spends the whole episode trying to force evidence to convict this man of a crime that he, they don't have any reasonable evidence to Mm -hmm. suggest that he committed. Yeah. I don't know if that bothered you, but it bothered me. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I just wanted to put that out there. Also at the end when he cracks the case, and again I'm putting it in quotations, it's because the guy that they see at the scene of the crime is somebody who went to pr- who was the roommate of this other guy in prison, but that doesn't really mean anything. Like that other guy could have robbed the jewelry store independently of this other yeah. person. Maybe got the idea from them, but then actually carried no. it out. Anyway, yeah. I just that whole storyline was very troublesome to me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. This episode wasn't my favorite. I didn't really like the uh, the plot. I guess.
0: Well, um, I will say uh, the plot part bothered me. What I did like was this was the first time like Amy and Jake's like flirting really started to feel. Um like they had chemistry to me like it was less bickering and more flirting
1: i don't remember that what, they you, were flirting the whole example? time
0: well so um basically amy has a date right mm-hmm. and the date keeps getting pushed off right. and jake is not getting in the way of the date he actually tries to help her out um the the, the him making fun of the date there was some flirting there where they, he was making fun of the guy uh there was some banter when they were like watching the security camera and she has the glasses on and Mm they're bantering about the glasses and how she looks with the glasses on Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: uh all kinds of stuff there was like lots of little flirty moments where i started to feel like uh the the amy i i wish i could remember what the name of the ship is the peraltigo i think is maybe the ship name for amy and jake but i felt like the ship was really starting to leave the dock at this point
1: yeah i like this this type of of answering just reminds me of like elementary school Mm. boys and girls but that's what i'm saying
0: is it 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 wasn't like that like in previous episodes it was like that to me in this episode they felt like they were genuinely uh, like not hardcore flirting with each other, but just like um, they had reached a point where they could joke with each other in a way that felt companionable. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And not uh, like where they were trying to push each other's buttons. I see. Yeah. Um, anyway. I,
1: I don't know. I, I didn't make note of that. It's It didn't pop out to me, but um, I feel like I watched like i watched through season four mm-hmm. um in the past and their relationship always felt like that kind of elementary school like mm-hmm. kids kind of flirting
0: um i'd be interested uh, i'd be interested to see if you on the second watch still feel that way as we go through the show or if you feel yeah. like their relationship matures at all yeah. i mean jake is kind of immature so that's fair you know he's yeah. an immature person. Um. I I also wanted to point out that so Rosa, everybody talks about their ideal date in this episode Mm -hmm. uh, in a little brief, you know, series of jokes. And Rosa says that her ideal date is something cheap for dinner, watch basketball, and then bone down. (laughs) And I was like, that sounds also like my ideal date, but not the basketball, like something else. No, like watch Star (laughs) Wars. No, the cheap food and the bone down part and then but something yeah. else in the middle so yes. i don't know what so that's would be my ideal dates cheap dinner watch star wars i don't know go to a comedy show maybe and then bone yeah. bone down those bone would down, be my um, what is your ideal date
1: oh man i've been on so many dates let's see uh so many good dates with
0: um, yeah i definitely think cheap food comedy show or comedy star show, wars yeah and then bone comedy down show okay down. but what about you that's my well, date. No, no. I'm date? saying like, I love, con- like, those okay.
1: are great too. Like I love going Are you out- saying we
0: should go on a date?
1: Yes. Okay. But not bone down.
0: Let's, you know, let's not that down. That's, no, not that part. No. Our marriage is purely asexual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're a deal, deal date. I have interrupted you.
1: Oh, man. Um. Gosh. I really, like for me, I just want to be with the person I love. Like we can do anything. Okay. Like. I don't really have an ideal if I weren't in a relationship my ideal date would be probably the same probably the same thing because like the times that I've been out to a comedy show with a date except for that one guy that I didn't really like um that was bad but um
0: (laughs) I but Indian. I feel like Indian food Indian food. Yes.
1: So Indian food. I don't know if Indian food and bo- and boning down really go <laughs> yeah, well together. Yes, right, that's that
0: does create some intestinal concerns for sure. Yes. yes. Um I get you there. I think uh I So think maybe I, that's more of like a fourth or fifth date.
1: Yeah, or maybe like a like you're ma- you've been mar- married for 2
0: years. What if like you bone down first? <laughs> bone down like, first. Get that yes. first. <laughs> then you go for the Indian yes. food and then yes. you see a comedy show and then you come home. Yes, just, and bow down again. Just, just, fart, <laughs> just fart in bed next to each other. Um and that's how that night ends. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> Sounds
0: like my usual my usual yeah. nights. Um okay. Anything else to say about this episode? Um, I can't say that I have anything else. <laughs> All right, that brings us to the last episode, episode eight. I actually wrote a lot of notes Old school. about this one. That's cool. Is that oh oh? I had a lot of things to feel about this. Uh, so this is when the old reporter guy, who I can't mm-hmm. stand, can't stand him. I actually mixed Rogan. this episode up with when I read their description. I actually mixed it up with a future episode, which is when Jake has to work with a fantasy writer that he really likes, who also turns out to be a jerk. Um, oh. But in this case, it was a reporter who was, I, you know, I, I really like this episode. I don't like the reporter. What I like is that they bring in the idea that like, that they, that the idea of what we know of cop shows and cops and the iconography of being a detective and like how misogynistic and, uh, and homophobic it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this reporter guy really represents yeah um anyway did you have any place you wanted to start with this so, um
1: yeah his he was all about how old school detectives got drunk and like beat up people and yeah uh, he, one joke was like that he saw a cop stra- strangle a hippie with his own pump po- po- yeah. ponytail like yeah. and it's like uh and I amy loved- was like ew I love the the side by side reactions of Amy and Jake. Yes. Anytime he spoke, Jake was like, oh,
0: and Amy was like, 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 oh, yeah, I would venture to say this is another like case where Jake is looking for like a father figure, like Mm -hmm. he really wanted to impress this guy. And I think that there was some and later on, we're going to get in this show more information about Jake's father. Um, but I feel like this is like a bad dad. It's like bad dad versus good dad in this yep. episode. And Holt is always the good dad. And, good and dad. our bad dad this week is uh, this reporter guy. And so Brogan. we see the Jake. Brogan. Jimmy Brogan, right. So we see Jake like wanting to impress him and pretending to be somebody he's not. And everybody else kind mm-hmm. of like putting up with it, but Gross. being grossed out by it. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out that in this episode, we learned that Jake has read 15 books. I know. What 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 was the joke what was was Amy was like fifty books is
1: not that much. And she's like, wait, did you say fifteen? Yes, yes. <laughs> and he just like looks at her.
0: Um Yeah. So uh also Oh, okay. I like the part with the report. Okay, so the report like that he gets super drunk and he's like super hungover. I really like the scene where they made Jake, drink the. I always love it when people have to drink raw eggs. I don't know why. It's a joke I never oh my get tired gosh. of. His I never get face, tired of it.
1: His face just.
0: He did a good job. Do you think he'd really <laughs> drink those eggs? Yes. You think? Sure. Does, were those real eggs or did they the prop department fabricate something? I think
1: that there are tons of people who drink raw eggs. I Can think you? Wouldn't it make produce- you sick? Wouldn't you get like salmonella or something? If, if the eggs had sal- salmonella, they don't necessarily have sound, sound do you think andy
0: is committed to a bit enough that he would drink raw eggs well the show probably wouldn't want him to you're right because he so, would get salmonella and like yeah i get really and ill die and i then, look i you Sarah, you know i'll do anything for a bit right but not drink eggs i wouldn't drink raw eggs no no
1: What? Well, what do you think they were do you think they were like
0: <sighs> i i feel like they had to fabricate so it was it looks like, like, like water mm, mango poop pu- pu- Pudding or something I bet you maybe it was like a a, a a like a melon ball. Yeah. Oh no, he can't drink a melon ball. He'll choke to death. <laughs> well, no, it had to be like a it was like a, had to be an gooey. orange go- goopy stuff. Yeah. Maybe it was some kind of like jello or pudding or something. Like le- lemon almost solidified yeah. j- j- jello but yeah. not quite it's Like lemon like the- custard maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And some kind of viscous. It couldn't have been raw eggs cuz yeah. that would just be. Yeah. I um i don't know why we spent so much time on that but it really was something i was thinking about i was like did andy really drink raw eggs in this episode uh listeners if you have any facts about this because i our listeners are very smart and they know a lot of things a lot more than we do tweeted us at Pod. did andy really drink those raw eggs or what would they have given him instead what do you think about that um Oh, I I love – there were a lot of good lines in this episode. I love it when when Jake is hungover and he's laying on the floor and he says, my whole body is a dry mouth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, I also thought the complication of, like, Jake saying a bunch of shit about Holt that he would usually joke about, that he doesn't yeah. mean – anything he doesn't mean it in a mean-spirited way but he's so drunk that he's like saying it on record and now but if that stuff came out it would ruin holt's career and like holt is like he's saying all these things about how he doesn't really care about detective solving cases he's a pencil pusher and like he's a stickler for the rules and he's like Mm -hmm. like all this derogatory stuff about holt that would really damage his uh career and and so that was a really good complication i also thought the scene where they do the cutaway to holt walking into the precinct on his like first day as a detective in the, and he's, in like, the 70s the only like e- it's all like a whole room full of white guys and they were like mm-hmm. immediately thought he was like, like are you here to turn yourself in yeah they thought he was like a perp or something i was like oh god that's intense but mm-hmm. also like I think it really set the stakes for this the scene and, like, the difference between Holt's experience and this reporter guy, you know, mm-hmm. with what it was like for him in the 70s. Yeah. Um. I just sidebar, I did want to say that the subplot about Rosa having to change the way she acts did bother me. Mm. I'd never like a plot. Where a woman is being told by men that she has to smile more or be less threatening, I was like, "This, they they walked a line." In the end, I liked what happened because i like the idea that they were i wish they had leaned in more to rosa being nervous and that when Mm -hmm. she's nervous she gets uh, more aggressive and threatening Mm -hmm. like that would have been great but there was something about them like picking out her outfits and like telling her to like smile and like be soft and it was just like i get why that's funny but i was just like it just it didn't i didn't like it i think that it's
1: like a person should dress appropriately and be calm and have a ple- pleasant demeanor on the stand but the fact that she was a woman and they were men made it a was, d- a I
0: think if it had been Amy and Gina trying to groom Rosa for um being more less scary in court I think uh-huh. I could have that would have been a, a thing I could have gotten behind
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm
0: But to have two men, and I get why they picked Boyles and Terry, because they're the most sweet, sweet, non-threatening people in the show. But to have them telling her to be a certain way, Mm -hmm. it just like it was that I did not care for that. I
1: did enjoy the trying on the clothes because like there were a few jokes like there was Boyles. Wedding suit. That yes, he gave that was her a to good try joke. <laughs> I also
0: like when she walked out. and She's like, "I look like Arsenio Hall."
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Is that a good thing or is that the best?" Or I the, also the like green? when she
0: walked out of there wearing like as like a, a tight a cheetah with a cheetah. Yeah, that was. And the, she was like, "Yes," and they were like, "Again, if it had been women." Yeah. I, I, it was just tough yeah. for me because it was no, men telling women how to behave in public. And me I was just. Ugh. When
1: men tell people, tell women how to dress. And like it's to like, soften
0: themselves, to make themselves yeah. palatable for people. I just. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, I did. But once they got to the part where, like, oh, Rosa's nervous. We got to help her not be mm-hmm. nervous. That was a good storyline. Yeah. I wish they had leaned into that. So the idea yeah. that Rosa's happy place is the super violet imagery where she's like putting a fist. The DA's ass until she could okay, shake can hands. Hand. I was like, that's some good shit. Um, <laughs> and then Terry's like, I'm gonna get you a Psyche Val. <laughs> <laughs> that was all very good. It was a little rocky road to get there, though, for me. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh so back to Jake and the reporter. So Jake says all this stuff when he's drunk, and then he's trying to get the re- in <sighs> why are there so many scenes of men. In saunas together? Is this something right. that happens a lot? Right. I don't, do they go to look, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not I don't inherently have a problem with men in a sauna together. I just personally Who
1: are these men who I do this? Don't know if any men are, in my life who've done this. If you are a man and you do this, please tweet tweet at us.
0: Tweet at us at at Adam How many men do you know in your life? Or are you a man who spends a lot of time having important conversations at a sauna with other men. I just, I don't know men in my life who do this regularly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't go to saunas either. So maybe that's on me. I don't like to sweat. No. I don't like to, it doesn't, it's not relaxing to sweat. It's not. So maybe it's, maybe that's on me.
1: You know? You just don't know enough saunas
0: i don't know enough saunas i don't know enough about saunas maybe that's it anyway so they have this conversation in a sauna i feel like this is something exclusive to comedy sitcoms though you know where it's like all right we got to have this conversation and it's got to be awkward and like they could be in a sauna
1: i think they had it in mad men as well like i, th- I don't think it's exclusively con- comedy okay. i've seen it in every type of film except for westerns I i'm seen thinking it in a western s-
0: Specifically of, like, friends. I feel like there's a couple episodes where mm-hmm. people had conversations in saunas. Sex and the sis. C- 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 oh, you're right. Hitty. Yeah. But those yeah. were women. There was an episode know. of Girls where people. Oh, no. That was in a sauna. Was it? Anyway, there was, like, a woman's yeah. retreat or something. Anyway. Yeah. um, So. I. So this scene, I thought, was really sweet. Not the scene with the reporter, but the fact that I love the way they played this out because they could have just had it all play out in front of us, but they didn't. What they had was all we know is Jake punched the reporter and we think it's maybe because the reporter won't retract the comments from the paper. But that doesn't I remember thinking in the moment like that doesn't seem like Jake, like it doesn't seem like Jake to punch a guy to intimidate him into doing something. That seems weird. And I thought I had already gotten ready to write that down as a thing that I thought was out of character for him. Mm -hmm. But then we find out later from Amy. Because Holt (laughs) manipulates her by praising her, (laughs) which is hilarious. Uh, We find out through Amy that what happened was that he wouldn't he would he agreed. He did agree to attract retract the statement. Mm -hmm. But then he used a, a homophobic slur about Holt. Mm hmm. And then that is what caused Jake to to punch him. I don't know. How did you feel about that?
1: I don't like violence at all. Sure. But I agree that that was a better reason to punch him than his own uh, ego.
0: Well, and again, I don't think it was... I personally don't think it was the getting the statements retracted wasn't about Jake's ego to me. It was about Jake knowing that he fucked up and that what he said could really hurt Mm -hmm. someone that he loves or respects or whatever you want to say. He didn't want to hurt Holt's career. And that's it was, that was why he went there. It wasn't about his ego. I don't think. Right. Um, I think what I found really sweet about it was that Jake resorted to something that was out of character for him Mm -hmm. because he wanted to, because he wanted to defend or because he wouldn't stand for that type of behavior about someone that he cares about. Yeah. And so that regard, and it's, you know, it's, it's comedy violence, you know, to me, comedy violence isn't like real violence. In fact, I recall uh, I think, I don't remember, I'm, I don't remember exactly who said it. I think it was Charlie Chaplin or Buster Keaton or one of those guys. Uh, I can't remember which one. Who said that there's a threshold for violence and comedy. Uh, if, if we think that the person is actually hurt, then it's not funny. Mm-hmm. But if the violence is absurd enough that we don't believe that anyone's actually, if we see that they're okay, which of mm-hmm. course he gets punched and he's in the water and he looks a little... Confused, but he doesn't actually, there's no blood or anything. He's not dead. He's not, not, yeah, not knocked out. If, and, and I do think modern comedy does push that more Mm -hmm. where it's like some darker comedies will actually hurt people and that, you know, but, uh, yeah, there's a threshold there where if, if no one's hurt, then it's still funny. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, I'm not saying you need to feel that way. I'm just saying, that i went to film school and people told me things and now i have to share them because what else am i going to do with that information yeah no that's (laughs) nice that's good um okay uh so yeah it ends with jake punching the bad dad to defend the good dad right Mm -hmm. uh and then it also ends with them blowing up the book Yes. That Jake was reading. One of the they 15 books that he's wrote.
1: Some shoes in the first, the, the teaser.
0: I think that was one of my favorite cold opens that we've seen so far is them trying to extract Sully's disgusting shoes and then yes. blow them up.
1: And then it's like, oh, this is the worst. The oh, smell. we also,
0: yes. Um, we also get our first Die Hard reference mm. at the end of the episode where he says, what does he say? Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. Uh, so, any other thoughts about this episode?
1: Um, yeah, that old school stuff, no, no good anymore. Get that crap out, out of here. Um, Get that crap out of here. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm glad they talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I and and I remember Holt also says like, you know, he's chastising Jake for admiring this guy in that era, and he's like. He's like, Amy and Rosa would never have been detectives. They would never have been able to make detective in that time and period. He,
1: he wouldn't have been a detective.
0: Well, he says he would never have been able to be the head of the department. Yeah, he, he wouldn't would've. have been in the position of that he is. He was a detective in the 70s. That's how he knows what it was like. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. But it was hard. It would have been hard for him. Yeah. Yeah. And he was probably in the claw, claw,
0: claw, claw,
1: closet back then as well. Maybe. He has,
0: We have, we don't have any information about that. Mm-hmm. He hasn't said. Either way actually no he said he's been An openly gay man Throughout his career and that it was Very hard for him so that's something he's already told us So I believe he would have I believe He wasn't you know not that Not that making that choice or not making Whatever choice someone makes in that Situation is yeah is uh, something That needs to be privately made by themselves But yeah I Mm -hmm. believe he's already told us that he Was he was out at that time Okay Okay Uh, So I did write down some of my favorite cutaways. I don't know if you wrote okay. down any of your favorite cutaways. I did not. That's I that okay. Your thing. Am I supposed oh, to do, do you do, don't have to that? No, I'm okay. happy to do it. I'm happy. Okay. i I consider it an honor really. Okay. Yes. So here here's some of my favorite cutaways. Uh, Hillary Clinton and Kim Jong-un making out in the Halloween cut- episode <laughs> of the Halloween episode. Uh, we already said this, but Charles telling Jake that he's the best. Yeah. That was really great. Um, the when Jake was trying to get the pigeons again, these are all from the last episode. When Jake's running after the pigeons, then he's trying to collect them, but he's got a baguette in his hand. I don't know, something about <laughs> he's not even feeding them breadcrumbs, he's just chasing after them with a baguette as if they're gonna eat an entire baguette. That made me laugh. Um, we didn't talk about this, but there's a whole subplot where Terry doesn't want to go home to his brother in law. So the cutaway to to his brother in law calling him Tiny Terry, and mm-hmm. ma- and with the pickles that made me something about the way this giant like Terry is so giant to have mm-hmm. an even gianter man call him Tiny Terry made me laugh mm-hmm. really hard for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the the cutaways of Rosa at court and what she said yes. to people at court. Oh my
1: gosh! Yes.
0: Um, Jake throwing cigarette butts on himself to oh make him God. smell like he smokes ru- ru- yes. rubbing them on his ew. neck ew, 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 ew. and then lastly uh the montage any of the cutaways to drunk Jake on the night yes that uh yes. like when he's like laying on the bar and like when he gets hit in the he gets hit in the shoulder with, with the a dart. with a dart all of the they drunk like, Jake cutaways
1: yeah um what was it a cutaway or was it part of these scenes where Terry falls asleep as he's doing um pull-ups
0: oh my god did that i don't remember that at all
1: yes so he like is doing like pull-ups like shirtless and he just like falls asleep like mid pull-up
0: that must have been in the episode (laughs) where he won't go home to go to sleep maybe i think that was the episode where they were trying to solve that case that jake arrested that guy prematurely i don't know
1: if that was a cutaway though it might have just been part of the part of the scene yeah
0: i think that that must have been part but of that, scene. that
1: was hilarious i like that because he was still like in a a pulled up position like he didn't like that's hilarious relax. oh oh sorry
0: i gotta add one the cutaway to the to the cutaway slash flashback of sully and hitchcock on cocaine in the 80s yes that also i gotta put that one in there because that one was funny as well um okay uh final thoughts on episodes five through eight i enjoyed them i liked yeah. halloween the best Fuck, definitely yeah. um but yeah good episodes uh i love to see how the characters are progressing and their relationships and i feel like one of the things about a show like this is that as we get to know the characters they can really the jokes can really begin to take off and i feel like you're seeing the jokes taking off um and i love that and uh i'm interested to see jake develop more as a person uh he's still kind of like and this is fine you know it's like we're not going to expect growth overnight but um he's still like kind of selfish and childish and that's kind of who he is and we're fine with that but we see him making like more i think we're seeing him make more decisions where he's involving the group and not trying to be you know like always trying to be the best of, of, at everything. I mean, he is always going to do that, but he's like a little more collaborative and uh, part of the group. And uh, we see him like really sticking his neck out for people that he cares about. And in that last episode, and I like to see stuff like that. So, and I do ship Amy and Jake. So I do like to watch their relationship Me develop too. as well. It's
1: my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Cause I like, I'm a sucker for romance.
0: I ship them. I really do. I do not ship uh, Boils and Rosa. I don't ship it. I don't ship it. They just don't fit to me. Uh, yeah. I actually was waiting to see, like, because I know that Boils and not to get ahead of ourselves, but I know Boils and Gina are going to start hooking up at some point. And I was, like, trying to figure out when that happens. That. You don't mm-hmm. remember that? I no, I forgot. Okay, well, they do. And I was like, is this when it happens? Like, I thought maybe it was going to happen in one of these episodes, but not Not yet. I oh god, I'm sorry, I I hate to keep bringing things up, but another one of my favorite jokes was when broils when Boyle said that his um, his happy place is one long piece of linguine that keeps changing sauces, (laughs) it's so weird, (laughs) such a weird thing to say. And he's like naming the sauces (laughs) while he imagines the linguine that he's eating, it's like so, he's like "Mm, carbonara, so weird she's like great thanks i'm starving (laughs) 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 (sighs) okay um moments of thirst thirst. moments of thirst i wrote down too many so i'm just gonna let you go first because maybe it'll knock some of mine off my list i just have five okay great i have one two three four six i have six
1: okay cool okay um when he is holding the birds the birds they're just all like He's cradling Curled them in his bosom. Birds. And he has one bird that just is like hanging out in his other hand. And it, it, you can see its little head. Oh, I don't think those are real around. birds. Thank God. But no, the, the, the one in his hand was, was really real? alive. <gasps> it was like, Oh, moving its head. Oh, okay. Um, I could tell like I was like looking at them trying to see if they were alive or dead or mm-hmm. and they were their heads were Was like, it his
0: gentleness that you were thirsting after the gentleness yes, with the birds?
1: Yes. It was I always love to see men holding cute eh, eh, a a eh, eh, animals. It's very adorable. Um the uh, the next one is when he's screaming and playing the guitar tunelessly and he's yes. just like ah!
0: Ah, yes, that's one of my favorite Andy Samberg gifts. By the way, it's so multi-purpose.
1: It's so good. There, there was an, an another gif in one of these episodes where he gets up and goes, "I'm going to go cry now." Yeah, I've used that that's one, one a of my lot. Favorite gift. I've yeah. used that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. So number three is when he slides onto the cool floor when he's hung oh, yeah. over. Yes. Four. The face he makes when he's dr- drinking the eggs. <laughs> Just yes. his weird faces. Yes. <laughs> yes. I loved that part so much. Um, and five at the sauna in a towel with his tummy pooch. Like he, I he's know. not he's not perfectly ripped, he just has a little piece a tiny it's just so soft little pooch. Yes,
0: I agree. 100 percent Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, those were great. Um Okay. Number one, I have Andy. There's a scene, there's a scene where. Boyle's where they're all talking about the oldest person they've arrested and mm-hmm. boils thinks they're talking about the oldest person they've slept with oh uh, yeah and even though I thought it was a little mean that they l- were laughing at him um because I mean 68 isn't that old is it I mean is it no anyway uh. uh well whatever anyway they even though I thought it was mean that they were laughing at him I uh Jake or and or Andy was laughing so hard that I just thought I found it very endearing um that he that his laugh um i don't know why but okay remember okay in the episode where the vulture takes his case and holt is telling him that and then jake's like fine but i'm gonna walk back there really really slowly there was something about the walk that i found like hot i think it was like the hip action there was something (laughs) in the hip action that i found very thirsty um I like, uh, uh, Jake like Jake likes his women thick, according to his crush on Tanya Harding. And so that I also found very sexy because as a, as a, as a thick woman.
1: Is Tanya Harding thick?
0: Well, he says he has a crush on Tanya. Remember Rosa says, uh, you can have a crush on somebody even if you don't like them as a person. And Mm -hmm. Jake's like, oh yeah, like me and Tanya Harding. And she goes, Yeah she's thick and he's like yeah she is and they just had like a discussion about that i
1: don't i don't think she's thick though like she had well
0: i mean she has like she she has like strong thighs i think that thick can mean muscular i think there's a variety of ways you can use that one uh anyway i just like it when men like thick thighs that's what Mm -hmm. i'm saying Mm -hmm. um In episode five, I don't know if you noticed, but he was totally wearing dad jeans, and I found that very hot for some reason. I didn't notice. What what are dad jeans? They just looked very dad jeans to me. There was something very JC Penny about it. And I found it to be a big turn on, I'll be honest. (laughs) Um I really liked it when he was dressed like a burglar. I don't know what that says about me, but when he's wearing like the all black and the beanie and he's like handcuffed to the chair. I don't know. Uh I don't I liked it. Um and then lastly, the episode where they're all very sleepy and their hair's all, like, I just like, I I guess I'm, I guess I have a thing for men looking sleepy. Mm-hmm. I liked him when he, I like Jake when he's sleepy. Yeah. His hair CCTV was kind of ruffled. CCTV His are eyes are kind of, yeah, eyes are kind of half shut, you know, as they talk. It was yeah. cute. Uh, also, I just want to say I also had a like a surprise thirst for Amy Santiago in the episode. So surprise. The thirst. I was, oh, the dress for sure. But also mm-hmm. in the episode where they're reenacting the murder and Amy is like, I want to go next, but I want to stab Jake. I was like, oh, there's something about her forcefulness about it that I was like, hello, you've got my attention. As you would imagine, I'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom, but I can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy. Adam Randy trivia? Shall we?
1: Mm-hmm. Shall we trivia? This is going to be a continuation of the trivia of the Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: Okay, so Adam yes. or Andy, a trivia contest for one, but but I'm going to be receiving trivia today. I will not be Receive guessing. Receive it. I'm receiving it. So Sarah's going to give us some, some Brooklyn Nine-Nine trivia. Andy Samber's first job in TV was as a production
1: assistant Ooh. on the show Spin six oh that was with uh, michael j fox yeah so brooklyn 99 now films on the same lot
0: oh interesting did you notice in the these episodes maybe they were in the other episodes i hadn't noticed but the andy has producer credit on these episodes
1: mm-hmm. i did notice yes chelsea peretti originally auditioned for megan the role that eventually evolved into rosa and oh. afterward gina was created for chelsea nice the creators wrote the role of Terry specifically for Terry, ter- Terry, Cruz. They love the idea of someone who looks like a superhero and is very gun shy and sweet.
0: I know. I just love him so much.
1: OK, so Melissa Fimero was a huge fan of Jolo Trulio before he was cast on the show. After filming the pilot, Melissa sent Joe a text saying, by the way, I am a huge fan.
0: I love that because Joe, you know, is from the state. Co- sketch comedy group and um, you know wet hot American summer I would have been yeah. a total nerd too I would have been like oh my god I can't believe I'm on a show with this guy he's like a comedy genius so Andy Hamburg would say cool 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 cool
1: between takes to make the cast laugh <gasps> the, the writers ended up incorpor- incorpor- incorporating it into the show
0: oh my god Sarah I think that might be my favorite piece of trivia that you ever bestowed upon us really that cool. is the like, that's so cute, I might cry. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. The cast affectionately calls
1: Joe Butt McGee when he starts riffing during a scene and doesn't know when to stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. You know, Joe uh, Latruio has been posting a lot of uh, videos on his Instagram from the set of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, actually. oh Yeah. So
1: the last one is... The running joke about Jake's obsession with Die Hard was inspired by Andy Samberg's love of the film.
0: That's not surprising. Oh, my God, Sarah. I love that. Thank you for those delicious nuggets of Brooklyn Nine-Nine trivia. Yes.
1: Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs.
0: (laughs) Okay. But
1: wait, I have to worry about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood.
0: Are you ready to spin the wheel? Yeah, let's do it. So I don't have a lot of films on the wheel this week. And that's not because we're running out of Adam films. We are not. Um, it is because there are a couple of films that I really want to watch. And I'm just kind of playing the odds. I'm just playing the odds. I'm not going to lie. I'm playing the odds a little bit. So let me um, let me get my wheel up here. And uh, we're going to. So next week is going to be an Adam week. All right. So can you see the wheel? Yes. All right. So this week on the wheel midnight special Patterson the man who killed Don Quixote I know it's only three movies but I'm just like I'm really gunning hard for one of these I want to watch one of them so hey, bad you've done one where it was just one film before it's okay I know but it's like I I gotta give it up I gotta give a little bit to chance so are you ready yes okay here we go I
1: know which one you want
0: Ah, oh, it's the man who killed Don Quixote I'm so curious you can about this movie. Watch it. Finally, I've been so curious about this movie. I've never seen it. I mean, I've seen GIFs and photos, and uh, you know, I'm familiar a bit with the how it came to be and all that. But I, but not even really. I know very little about this film. Um, but I am so I'm super curious about it, and I've been wanting to watch it. And and it's one of the few Adam films that I have not seen. I didn't see, I hadn't seen Trax either. That was new to me as well. But this, this one I have, I've been looking to get, I've been looking to get a little bit more Toby. I just want to know what this Toby guy is all about. Toby? Toby is the character that Adam plays in this movie. I have no idea. I don't know what to expect. Uh, uh, Every gif I've seen from this movie makes it look like the horniest fucking movie I've ever seen. So I just, I don't know what to expect at all uh oh here L- why what you know what let me pull up a uh let me pull up a um plot synopsis here do you know anything about this movie sarah uh is it based on the book i i mean i guess i know that um terry gilliam was trying to make this movie forever uh let's see toby a disillusioned film director i mean you know how i feel about meta stuff but uh uh, toby a disillusioned film director is pulled into a world of time jumping fantasy when a spanish cobbler believes himself to be sancho panza he gradually becomes unable to to tell the difference between dreams and reality
1: okay that's good yeah
0: Yeah. so interesting that's the movie we're going to be watching next is uh, the man who killed Don Quixote. So um, listeners, uh, no spoilers, but you know, let it maybe tell us what we're in for, um, yeah, but without spoilers. spoiling it, no spoilers, no spoilers. We don't know anything about it, but you know, I don't know. Drop us a one word adjective tweeted us at Adam What is an adjective that you would give to us to prepare us for the man who killed Don Quixote? In um, fact, if you want to talk to us at all, uh, there's lots of ways to do that. Um, we love talking to the listeners of the show about the show or just about Andy or Adam or any news or anything that you want to add or anything that maybe we missed, if we missed something, uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at adam and andy podcast and you can find us on twitter at, at adam andy pod um of course this podcast is available every, on all the usual places um, and uh if you like the show um uh, maybe consider leaving us a review um it would be nice we'd like that if you if you wanna i'm not gonna I'm not gonna make any do it but Cool cool, be cool 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 cool, 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 cool
1: you